Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Friday. Welcome to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. As always, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Make sure you are subscribed on whatever app you're listening on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, whatever. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and turn on those notifications so you know when we go live and don't forget about our chgo sports youtube page make sure you're following that as well because uh, we go live four out of the five days of the week and uh, with the season right around the corner you're going to want to know when those post game shows are beginning so fellas um this is a topic we've been sort of sitting on for a while but uh, like we said yesterday after our show with Corey pronman it's been kind of unreasonably busy for <laughs> late yeah. august early september <laughs> Yep. Um, so what we're going to do here is uh, we're going to unveil the numbers of the new Blackhawks, which is not not all of these are news because they've been out for a while. But Mario did some sleuthing. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're not officially unveiling the new jerseys. That's already happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Mario did some sleuthing and found some information that uh, I don't think a lot of people are aware of. So we're going to talk about that. And that's yeah. going to lead us nicely into our discussion about jersey retirements. And what are some possible options for those guys on the fringe? So let's get also started. Ti- also timely because of the Marin Hosa book that was uh, announced. Oh, I cannot even tell you how quickly I, when we got the email from Scott King yesterday that there was a Marion Hosa book coming out, co-written by Scott Powers. <laughs> like before I finished reading, I'm like, reply, we would like to have Marion Hosa in studio at the CHDL. <laughs> so I can just... Yeah. Remember, remember when you were on the Blackhawks and you won those Stanley Cups? That that was that was awesome. That was awesome. The, the, the wheel awesome. the wheels are in motion to to make that happen. No promises, uh, but Scott, that, gonna try. That'd be amazing. Um, and that would be a show that you would want to watch on YouTube because it's going to be sixty minutes of the three of us just staring lovingly into the eyes of Marion Hosa and not asking him any questions. We need to get him like an <laughs> elevated throne. 
So he just like <laughs> so he just like sits above all of us and like just looks down on us and change the lighting to where the only light is on him. Yeah. And there's like an there's a chorus yeah. of angels going. Yeah. Well, that background. just comes with him, you know. He's yeah. like like Pigpen has the cloud of smoke. Hosa yeah, has the chorus of had, angels. Yeah, we He's got the, the yeah. The sunshine follows him wherever he goes. Right. Well, it's good that yeah. I'm uh, completely incompetent when it comes to anything artistic, and I have not pinned up the Hosa jersey yet. Now I'll just hold off on that. I'll bring it in the day he comes, have him sign it, and then frame wow. it appropriately. See, that would things, be nice. Things happen for a reason, right? Uh, maybe, not- maybe he can frame it for you. I bet you he just snaps his fingers and it goes in there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, like, it's like, who framed this? Here, I'll show you. Done in two seconds. He'll do some Harry Potter magic and it'll just magically get there. I mean, that would be amazing. I. It would be. <laughs> anyway, that'd be awesome. We should not that'd geek awesome. out. We gotta. Act, we gotta somehow be professional. I think I'm gonna rent a tux for the day. <laughs> we, we really, if it happens, we really should like play it up. Like, be, like, oh my god, buy a red carpet and cover it with like rose petals for him. And uh, yeah, he's just. Oh, I, I got a feeling if this happens, he will be as uh, soon as he's off the air. Will be quickly signing three restraining orders. That's <laughs> all right. We only need him in for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we know his numbers yeah. getting retired. Here are some of the numbers of the new Blackhawks. I'm going to share the ones that uh, the Blackhawks have already revealed, and then Mario who did all the detective work, he's going to get yeah. the credit for the other numbers. So Scorced info. Yeah. Uh, Callan Blackwell <laughs> will wear number 43. Uh, Peter Mrazek is number 34. Max Domi will wear 13. Andreas Athanasiu, I have to say it slowly, number 89. Love that number. Uh, it's the first 89 yeah. in Blackhawks history. I always thought Sam Gagne would be a Hawk. Never wow. happened. Uh, Alex Stalock will be 32. And Dylan Secura will wear number 79 another formerly uh, formerly 95 79 is just a that's a bad number in any sport hey i was born that year it's a great number <laughs> i was the very uniform... fortunate to be born in 77 so i have an automatic built-in awesome jersey number <laughs> yeah you got kirby you got a you got kirby docs number there. i was really excited about that for a while <laughs> and i was really excited when paul coffee award for a while and then not so much yeah <laughs> A while. That's being generous. Yeah, like a week. <laughs> and that's why I wanted Chris Gratton so badly. Because that mm. would have been an instant jersey purchase at number 77, Chris Gratton. But um, I, none of these really like stand out as, okay, they're kind of cool. I, I do like 89 for Athanasiu. Uh, it's, it is a cool number. And I think, was it uh, uh, Greg yesterday that said you want the 89 or 88, 89, 90 line yeah. at some yeah. point? Make it happen. I <laughs> mean, fun. Looking at the roster, it kind of just it makes sense for a lot of reasons besides just the cool right number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's nothing to uh, you know. It there's there's no players that you're like hint you know, at the edge of your seat trying to figure out okay who's who's got a new number. I, I got to get this new new jersey. Like, <laughs> I mean, are other than maybe Domi. Are you buying any of those? Do not listen. So. Do not. We will. T- this is the Somewhat, official advice. I, there will be oh. people who will buy Max Domi. Oh, those Domi jerseys For are sure. going to be popular. The second he punches a dude in game one, <laughs> he's going to sell. No doubt. Yeah. So just if you have to, Hawks fans, get a jersey. If you want to invest yes. in a jersey, get a Reichel. Get a Seth Jones. Uh, don't don't get a don't get, get it a, blank. Oh, I forgot to mention this to you guys. Uh, I was at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods the other day. Yeah. 
and they had the barber pole jersey for sale. Like they had the normal Hawks jerseys, and then it was like the Fanatics version, but the barber pole with the old Blackhawk emblem, they had Esposito and Hull. Was it like a Mitchell and Ness or something? No, it it was like the NHL vintage, you know, like the V. It's like a yellow V logo. It looked kind of, um, it looked like very replica. Interesting. But they they had a whole rack of sale at the, I think they have those at the Blackhawk store too. Okay. Uh, I think that I think but they you but can they're, get them online. Yeah. But they're 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 sweaters. Uh or, yeah. they're the or same are as they, the, they're like the same as a replica jersey uh, for the Hawks you would find. Yeah, at, that's uh, what that's what I mean. It's not like it's like a uh like a knock like not like a knockoff thing or anything. No, I, w- I wouldn't call it a knockoff, but I don't know if I would call it like uh it's not authentic either. You know what I mean? Sure. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, but so it was it know, was Hall and Esposito. Hall and Esposito were the two I saw. I I didn't like dig too deep. Um, Did they ever wear those jerseys? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> point by you. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. I, I'm not well, sure, but I, mean, I, I, that, just, I thought it was interesting because I had not cool. seen them. Yeah. I, every time I go to Dick's, I walk through like the licensed merch section to see if, right, if there's yeah. anything cool that I might want to pick because they always have USA hockey stuff there. Um, yeah, well, it's it's you know. It's yeah. the time to do it. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. The only, the only <laughs> thing that stood out to me on the numbers, though, uh, as I just completely derailed the show. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, 43 that they took that away from Vlasic. I'm sure he wasn't married to number 43 by any means. But Mark Edward Vlasic wears 44, right? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I wonder and and now, they're, that they're that's, cousins. now that that's available, I thought maybe Vlasic would take that. But uh with your sleuthing, Mario, we have we have a, <laughs> we have an answer to this question. Well, Vlasic wears uh, war uh, number seven in college, so he's going to be wearing number seven in Chicago. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, he is changing to number seventy-two. So, for all of you uh, Artemi Panarin fanatics, uh, if you want to become Alex Vlasic fanatics, you can uh, switch out the nameplate and uh, extend the life of that jersey. I might be doing that. I do have an Artemi Panarin official, like way paid way too much money for what I got <laughs> out of the jersey, uh, hanging in my closet. So I just may get that nameplate uh, uh, switched out and, and recoup some of that lost money I invested in that jersey that I got literally like you know you know months before he got traded. <laughs> yeah, you know I I, I joke, but like. Isn't wouldn't having a Panarin Hawks jersey be like the trajectory of the rest of his career? Like it's cool. It, he, it's cool he, he could go down as one of those like short term NHL players that like plays less than a thousand NHL games, but he's like borderline Hall of Famer. Like that'd yeah, be kind of no, that'd be kind of cool. I'm gonna keep it. I'm not. Yeah. I joke. I don't unless the Vlasic <laughs> wins a Norris Trophy, which I'm not holding my breath on. Um, <laughs> No, I would think that would kind of have some value as yeah. it goes forward. Like it'd be kind of like owning a, a Phil Esposito uh, Blackhawks jersey, you know. Like, hey, right, I, yeah. I was on board before he was cool in New York, you know. Or a Tavo um, Teravainen Ice Hogs jersey. Yes, 
that's that's uh only the really cool guys have one of those <laughs> yeah i was about to point out that it's over greg's left shoulder then realize we're not live and we are audio only but just imagine greg's left shoulder and then right over it is a table well, go back and watch yesterday's you, episode yeah. with cory pronman and you can see it over my left shoulder yeah if you've the, seen our thursday shows you should go back and if you missed it uh thursday go back and listen to our interview with cory pronman really good stuff on the hawks prospects yes Give I don't know. a lot of really good feedback on, on our prospect content. We appreciate that. And there'll be plenty more of that to come over the next mm-hmm. God knows how many years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He yeah. kept saying 10 years. Ten, I'm like, 10, according to Corey Brown. Yeah, I was like, Corey. dude. He said, yeah, he said 10 years. And breaks, I, man, 10 I, years. Come on now. Had to, Not had with to, Connor Bedard. Had to clinch on that one. Yeah, I don't but, think um, it'll be that long. All right, so we've got 72 for Vlasic. What else did you find, Mario? Yep. Uh, also, uh, so so when the Blackhawks put out those um, new numbers, I, I if I remember back, uh, however long that was, many, many, many moons ago. Yeah. Um, that was like a day or two after Jack Johnson had signed, but Jack Johnson wasn't listed on the new numbers. Right. So before having this discussion today, I just wanted to go to the, you know, this is I'm going to pull the curtain back. I'm going to reveal my scores here. I went to uh, NHL.com slash Blackhawks and I opened their roster page. And lo and behold, uh, Jack Johnson is listed as good old number eight. So I think that will be his uh, his number, because before these numbers were revealed, uh, Athanasiu was listed as number 22 and he's now 89. Uh, and it rev- and it rep- is represented on the team website as 89. And as you guys pointed out before we started, Jack Johnson, when he was added to the roster, had number three because that's what he was wearing in Colorado. But obviously, number three is retired in Chicago, can't wear it, uh, but it has now been updated to number eight. So it looks like he'll be taking uh, Dominic Kubelik's old uh, number. So if you have any Kubelik jerseys and want a Jack Johnson jersey, you can swap out that nameplate as well. take my old Nick Letty jersey and swap it out. Man, I am just scoring today. <laughs> Should have kept my Steve Pops jersey. Damn it. Uh, um, a very strange selection for him because he's never he's always been a three or a seven. There's always been a three. Or, so right. he's been 33, 33, 7, 73, 3, 27 and three. Um, I thought he was going to be 33 for the Hawks that, that like, I'm pretty yeah. good. Like I'm pretty good at predicting those things. I don't know why it's like this weird little thing I have it's a special. Uh, he, um, he can't do three. And if he asked for number seven, they were probably like, yeah, no, yeah, that's we not happening. We're we not giving that number to a guy that's going to be here for seven games. So yeah, it's just, <laughs> that was, he might've asked for it. And if they said no, that's a very smart move on the Blackhawks. I mean, people flipped out when, Seth Jones took Nicholas Jarmelson's number four. Could you imagine <laughs> if Jack Johnson skated with number seven on the ice? I mean, Ooh. Everett Santa Pass would just bl- lose his mind. That would be tough. Yeah, <laughs> that would be tough. Yeah. So yeah, Jack Johnson number eight. Good old. Um, yeah. So so those are those are the new numbers. New numbers of consequence. Um, again, I don't think there's many that people are going to be uh, pounding down the doors of the Madhouse store to uh, to get the new fresh fresh jerseys no i agree um and then you mentioned earlier off the air that colton doc is wearing 28 um yeah i mean he so he had he had one prospect camp so far uh just this this you know few few months ago um where he was given a number his first prospect camp would have been um not in person it was the 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 virtual camp or whatever it was 
So he finally got a, a uniform number uh, and he has number 28, which is uh, which is interesting because if you are a Blackhawks fan uh, in in paying attention to the uh, the team over the years, uh, you know, for, for me, someone who didn't uh, see uh, the the number 28 in its glory days, but uh, know the history or guys like you who who watched uh, the best 28 in team history. Mark Bell. Um, you were yeah. you were alive for the Ben Smith era. <laughs> I, I, was. I don't know what you're talking about. I was no the uh, the 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 Steve Larmer Steve Larmer era and uh, the fact that that number is not retired by the team uh, is something that uh, you know people get a, a little a little itchy about. But Colton Doc, uh, a name that is now I don't want to say soured, but it's got a it's got a different twang to it when when you say uh, Doc yeah. around the uh, the Blackhawks world, and it's it's no one's fault, but now it's it's a... now and now it's 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 oh Colton Doc oh okay it's, it's really not <laughs> fair to Colton Doc like he, he no, didn't do anything not. wrong aside from his brother not I really already, working out I already know what his nickname can be if he pans out and hits his potential he can be the better doc that could be hashtag better doc <laughs> the good you know? doc um yeah is that a tv show the good, the good doc yeah the good there, doc. We go. there um, you go and he should just wear 77 just so you know <laughs> just to screw with people his, yeah. people have his jersey already be like hey sweet i, I i'm gonna make it that, easy for you guys i and i'm not putting like that i'm a guy that I love Steve Larmer, one of my all-time favorite players, and this is going to launch us into our next discussion. I think his number should be retired. He needs to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame already. The fact that he's not absurd. Is, at this point is is criminal. Like, seriously, who did he piss off? Like, I don't understand at this point. Look at the numbers. Tremendous. Hall of Famer. When I see when I see guys like Guy Carboneau get in ahead of Steve Larmer, something's not right. And I'm not slamming Guy Carboneau. He's one of the best defensive forwards that of his generation, but come on, Steve Larmer was better. Yeah, um, but Guy I spilled Carboneau my coffee for... if you heard me say shit. That's what... yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Sorry. Yeah, I saw, I, I, I saw and heard that. I yep. thought you were offended by my Guy Carboneau. No, no, I, just <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my I coffee the like nerd. a dumbass. <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. Do you need? A I mean, I know Guy no, Carboneau played in Montreal and and had well, some yeah, Stanley that's Cup the, runs, but that's the, hey, uh... Steve Larmer is a Stanley Cup winner. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I when I don't, but I'm not taking Colton Doc wearing 28 as like that's cemented in like that's not going to make me upset. Um, you know, it, it just there are numbers that just look funny on other people, and and I know while, while Jay uh, grabs the paper towels, I know we want to talk about. Uh, there we go. The, or his or his book. Did that's you spill it on the book? He's no, gotta... I did not. Don't worry. I have oh, like that's all right. He's got a garage full. Of <laughs> I do have a garage full that no one wants. Uh, I just have the. Uh, I I knew in this book that I have Steve Larmer's uh, like accomplishments listed in order, so I can read those off when we're ready. That's yeah, fire forward. away. All Go right. So uh, ninety point rookie season. Uh, got the Calder Trophy. Fifteen years, one thousand six NHL games, four hundred forty one goals, five hundred seventy. One assist that's good for 1012 points his team's never missed the playoffs once in 140 postseason games he has 56 goals and 75 assists for 131 points nine career hat tricks all with the blackhawks third all time at the time of the uh, writing of the book with 884 consecutive games played uh and his own his streak was only broken because he chose to hold out when he wanted out of chicago um Remember, too, when Pat Foley was inducted into the Hall of Fame, 
he used his speech to stump for Steve Larmer to join him in the Hall of Fame. I, Greg, I think your point is right. Did Steve Larmer make somebody mad? I, 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 there's no, there is no explanation. And now you've also had a lot of people publicly stumping for him to make it. So it's not like just an oversight at this point, the people deciding have seen it, they've considered it and they've said still no. And I just do not understand it. He's the most yeah. soft-spoken dude in the world. He, it's like, it, like, okay. I think Jeremy Roenick should be in the hall of fame too, mm-hmm. but I get how he pisses people off. He's always been brash. He's always been kind of a loud mouth. Love the guy. One of my favorite players of all time. But like, it's true that Ronick pissed people off. Steve Larmer. I've not heard anyone say a bad word about the guy. I don't get it. I I, I really don't get it. Um, You know, the the guy's nickname is Gramps for crying out loud. You don't call somebody you don't like Gramps. I mean, that's a term of that's a a term of endearment if there ever is one. Yeah, right. I don't get it. it. It needs to happen. I, I I think, you know, the Hawks should retire that number in his honor, um, you know, as well. Um, you know, it just, it doesn't make much sense to me. And and the fact, my most, imp- the thing that impresses me the most about Larmer is that he never missed a game with the Blackhawks. All 884 games he played Blackhawks came consecutively, never missed a game. And this is a guy that played in the 80s and early 90s when this game was completely different. Like, yeah, it was slap shot. Dude, <laughs> dude played injured probably 95% of his career. And the way he played the game, you know, he welcomed it. He didn't shy away from contact. He wasn't. Patrick Kane type player that yeah he Patrick Kane's had good health because you can't you can rarely ever hit him and the one time someone did he broke his shoulder bone so like <laughs> you know he Larmer was gritty and played tough and he played in an era where like dudes tried to do some of the things they did back in the, the late 80s they would be suspended for life they wouldn't be allowed to play in the NHL and he never missed a game that's the most important and, and average a point per game during the whole time yeah. too. So Steve Armour is a a powerful a legendary power forward in the glory days of power forwards. Yeah. You know, and and maybe a little bit later like the the Legion of Doom line era might be like the absolute heyday of the power forward with like Leclerc and Lindros and and all the players like that that the league had cuz the game kind of started to devolve that way like Keith Primo um, where it was all real clutchy and grabby but Larmer was like the prototype power forward to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's absurd that he's not in the hall of fame. Let's get into the Jersey re- uh, number retirement uh, conversation should... here next, but I, we got to do our reads here real quick, but go ahead. Can I, I just want to mention one thing. Yeah. I, I've been, I'm, I've been, I'm looking this up right now. 28 players, uh, 30, 31 players, but th- minus three active players, 28 players, have played over a thousand games, scored over four hundred goals, recorded over a thousand a thousand points or more, and played at a point per game or better in the in NHL history. Twenty eight players. Okay, twenty three are in the Hall of Fame. One of those five is Steve Larmer. Like, wow! Come who, on, who, come on! Now. Out of curiosity, who are the other four? You're going to need to give me another minute. Okay. Well, let me, I will, because <laughs> it takes about a minute to tell every, everybody about PointsBet. PointsBet Sportsbook is counting down the days until football season with a new offer every day until the season kicks off. So that's from now until September 8th. That's 
this coming Thursday, Points Bet Power Hour unlocks a new daily offer from noon to 1 p.m. Central. That's every day until Thursday, September 8th. Sign up for Points Bet now using the code CHGO, and you're also going to get risk free bets up to two grand. Do not miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through Thursday, September 8th. But that's not all. Make a $51 or more first time deposit and you'll receive a free CHGO membership that unlocks all of our awesome web content. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Download the points bet app today. Use that code CHGO to take advantage of this limited time offer. By the way, the points bet power hour is for all points bet users, not just new users. So if you've had it since we launched in March at CHGO, you're in every day from noon to one. Check the app, check your email for info on the power hour bet. Don't just bet, live your bet life with points bet. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And if you want to take all those big winnings you're getting over at the points bet app and turn it into some awesome sports gear, well, then you need to go visit our friends at FOCO because they've got you covered from the United Center to the French room, the north or south side. They have hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It's not too late to get one of those Blackhawk Speedos. It's still going to be warm for a few weeks, so jump on it. But the fall sports are just around the corner. And if you want to get decked out like our guy Jack Johnson with apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles, go check out FOCO. Very easy to go shop with them. It's FOCO.com, F-O-C-O.com. And also, as a special gift to you, because we love our CHGO Blackhawks listeners, if you use the promo code CHGO at checkout, you're going to get 10% off your entire order of non-pre-sale items. So go check them out, FOCO, F-O-C-O.com. All right, did you find it? All right, I have the 23 Hall of Famers. I'm sorry, I so, thought it was right in front of you. I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, the NHL.com stats website is not the best to uh, to what? navigate here. I know, right? Crazy. All right, so let me, I'm going to go down the list here. All right. Uh, okay. So, uh, I have the names of the 23 Hall of Famers. All right, so the 28 uh, players who have... So there's 28 players who are inactive that have played 1,000 games scored 400 goals scored a thousand points and have played at a point per game or better okay there so there are five non-hall of famers on this list number one yaramir yager still active <laughs> i guess um he's first he's, he, he, he's not in. in yet but he will be yeah, so there's be one in. of our yeah. five uh so that's so that's yaramir yager uh let's see alex ovechkin Sidney crosby are active uh, Pierre Turgeon. Okay. Bernie Nichols. Not in. Yeah. Larmer's be. better than both those guys. Both really good, but Larmer's better than both of them. Patrick Kane is active. Yep. Theo Fleury and Steve Larmer. <sighs> See, the Fleury thing. Blackhawks on that list. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Fleury thing is is interesting. That To me, it's very similar to the Ronick thing, where if you just look at the body of work as a player – Probably a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah. Flurry was not a guy you'd necessarily want to give a microphone to at a Hall of Fame. No. <laughs> Good point. Uh, but you talk about a guy. We, I mean, we're just talking about the era that Steve Larmer played in. Theo Flurry is five foot six. He is 
a tiny, tiny human being who was an electrifying and highly effective player in an era where he had no business being electrifying right. or highly effective. One of the first players that I, when I got into hockey, that I kind of paid attention to and, and, and um, you know, globbed on to because he was super small and had a great career up until the point of where I, you know, started really paying attention to hockey uh, and then later in life, learned about his uh, his off ice uh, life and struggles that he he dealt with and and everything that's kind of yep. come with it. So it's definitely not a guy that I've like uh, the the glob onto is not there anymore. But one of the first players that I was just like, this guy is super small, super tough, super effective. Like that's someone that I can like you know yeah as a small person can be like, hey. <laughs> I'm also an absolute prick on the ice. Like that's yeah, one right. dude. I remember I was at a game against the flames and it, I, I considered climbing over the glass to kill Theo Fleury on several occasions. <laughs> like there was this one game where he was being just the Theo Fleuriest. He was kicking guys in the shin and then would like almost literally grab Chris Simon and like put him in front of him. <laughs> like, Hey, <laughs> look at this big guy who's going to punch you. If you touch me, uh, I was like, Oh my God, I was just driving me crazy. But that's what made him so effective. He was, he yeah. was, uh, he was he was Brad Marchand before there was Brad Marchand. That's probably mm -hmm. the best modern comparison for those that miss Fleury's career. But then pile in That's... like all the uh you know the things that go along with drug abuse and like he was yeah. a loose cannon and uh, a fascinating player and a fascinating uh, figure in hockey. And you got to think if if Theo Fleury just been your run of the mill, uh, you know that doesn't say much kind of a guy, he'd probably be in. But I think some of the yeah. off the ice stuff has hurt him for sure. And he was he was a trailblazer. Uh, when you look at today's game, just based on it, guys like him and Martin St. Louis, kind of yep. started to change the the mindset that you had to be six foot two to play in the NHL. Um, guys all, like him didn't exist when he played. And all, same with Martin, Martin St. Louis, like they, you had to be an unreal superstar to even sniff the NHL ice uh, if you were under six foot tall in that era. And yeah. they started to change. The mentality, um, you know, so when you look at the rosters today, you see so many guys, five foot nine, five foot ten, mm -hmm. they can thank guys like Theo Fleury for for helping, you know, their path to the NHL. Yep. Yeah. Paul Correa was another one that I yeah. paid attention to right away. It's so funny, Mario. I don't you you, you mentioned stuff like that a lot. I don't <laughs> I don't think of you as small. I'm I'm five foot nine. I know, but I think like, I think about <laughs> okay. So <laughs> think about You're me. You're tall, at, five foot nine. Think about me at at ten years old, uh, on the on the trajectory to be five foot nine. Um, yeah, I was I was always the smallest on okay. on my teams. Um, you know, playing uh, you know, playing football was uh, a nightmare for my mom. So. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was a small kid. I was a small okay. kid, and you know, I I know you guys are gonna gonna make a make a joke about this, but up until I was you know uh, what twenty up until I was twenty one twenty two, I was one hundred and fifty pounds. Like I was thin, uh, you know, uh, slim and thin. And then I went to uh, went to Italy for two weeks and came back, and I've never lost the weight from there. So. <laughs> Dude, that's my my, my father-in-law can pinpoint the day he got fat. He's like, I was watching the final four and eight and entire Stouffer's lasagna, and that was the day I turned fat. That's the greatest story ever. 
ever. I, I know the day you... I I know the day I turned fat. March fifth, nineteen seventy nine. I haven't so, been able to shed that baby weight. I love that you can pinpoint your trip to Italy is the day you gained weight. I have Honestly, been, yeah. I have been this size at least vertically uh, since I was thirteen. So I have not oh, grown. Okay. Uh, I have grown horizontally, uh, but I have not grown. And I used to be this shape, you know, the diamond shape, and now I'm pear shaped or frog shape, <laughs> whatever you want to say. All everything that was up here has now fallen down here and gotten soft. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a there was a good two or three months where I was pretty ripped from playing football, but that was about it. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> I, I had a, I had a huge growth spurt between freshman and sophomore year. When I left freshman year, I was like five nine. And when I came back to sophomore year of high school, I was six, one and a half. It was like, boom. And then all of a sudden the football coaches were like, yes, sir. What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing on Friday nights this year? Trivia, you know, it's funny. Trivia nights. I had, the, <laughs> I had the opposite experience in high school. I was so small. Uh, How that, small were you? Uh, <laughs> no, my uh, So throughout my entire high school car- uh, career, four years. Yeah. You know, the normal time for high school. Right, tenure. Yeah. Um all four years uh I played I played football and I played two years of basketball, so it's, it's a winter sport, and then um I wasn't gonna go I wasn't gonna play on the varsity team. So I was like, I don't wanna ride the bench and just practice basketball, like I'm done with basketball. Um but every year the wrestling coach would come to me and say, What do you think about wrestling? And I'm like, uh, eh, I don't wanna do it. My dad wrestled in high school and he had to stop wrestling when he was in his senior year because he had like chronic back pain as a high schooler. And he was like, and he, and he's had issues, you know, all through his life. And he's just like, it's because of wrestling. And he told me that when I was young and I was just like, oh, I don't want that. And now I have back pain and issues because of football, but whatever. Um, Football has destroyed me. Oh yeah. It was terrible for me. Um, but they, he always tried to get me to join wrestling because I was so small. They didn't have guys my size on the wrestling team. Uh, so they had to like, you know, forfeit matches and stuff because they couldn't match up with some team with some other schools because of the weight classes. Um, and it's all, it's just so funny to think like, because I was like five foot two, like a hundred pounds, they were like, Oh yeah, come on, come on and wrestle. We need small wrestlers. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I, I did wrestling yeah. for a year just to stay in shape for football. And I will say it was like the best shape I was ever in. Cause when I'm you're sure, not oh, yeah. at wrestling practice, if you're not actually wrestling, which is using a hundred percent of your effort at all times, you're running while other people mm-hmm. are wrestling. So, but I, I was a heavyweight, which was like two thirty five. Sounds like, about right. 237. I'm like, I'm not losing weight. <laughs> so the, like the <laughs> 260, 270 guys were like t- tossing me. I'm like, wee, here we go. Just getting my ass kicked. But I just did the yeah. same shape. Anyway, let's get back that on was, track. <laughs> that was the other thing. I did not want to uh like diet for wrestling. Oh, yeah, screw that. And or like, you know, fast and all these things. Like, mm-mm. No, thank you. Yeah. I need no. to eat. The lifestyle is horrible. Like, Crazy. if you actually want to be good, no, no interest. All right. So Anyways, next number to be retired here, right? We've got for Chicago, a lot of options on the plate here. Larmer and Ronick seem like it's just not going to happen. Those are if it hasn't by now. Uh, the, yeah. the, the camp, the campaign for Larmer, I think should continue. I think people are still going to beat that drum. I don't, I don't know how far it'll go, but, it, but for like Ronick, if it hasn't happened now, it won't. 
Yeah, Sa- the, sadly, same happen. for the Hall of Fame, I think. Unfortunately, unless, you know, years from now, both those guys are long gone and someone's like, wait a minute. What about these two guys? You Which know. is such a disservice. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And uh, so I think the ship has sailed on their numbers being retired. The other part about that is soon the Hawks are going to be retiring a bunch of numbers. So it's unlikely they're going to bring back old guys because they're already going to have a glut. I think, I mean, 1988 and two are locks. We know Host is already retired. So there's four more going up mm-hmm. without a doubt within the next five years, probably. <laughs> How long do they have to wait after retire? Well, I, they, I guess they don't. Yeah, not at all. I mean, they don't have to. As soon as Hosa's contract expired, they retired his number. I mean, it was right that was hour. A, that yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm thinking for Hall of Fame, but yeah, for retirement, Jersey retirement, they could do whatever they want. I think seven is a lock when you combine Seabrook and Chelios and what Seabrook meant to the team. That's what they should do because they did it. They did that for. Th- for number three with right. Magnuson right. and Palat. So yeah. do it, you know, so yeah, you seven definitely is... have to do, you have to do dual. You yeah, definitely you can't... have to do Chelios and Seabrook. You can't do one and not the other. No. And now that Chelios is back with the organization, yeah. at least like, and they set, the, they set the precedent with number three. So that's an easy, that's a no brainer. So the only other one I would think is 50 for Crawford. And I don't know if he is, I love Corey Crawford. I was called a Crawford apologist for years and years and years because I was watching the guy play and said, that guy's good. Therefore, I'm an apologist. Um, He's won two Stanley Cups here more than anyone else. Um, (laughs) I, I think they should, but maybe not. So this brings us into like, what can they do? Because there's so many numbers when you look at the dynasty era that need to have some sort of respect paid. And I think this is when it's time for the Hawks to institute some kind of like ring of honor, mm-hmm. right? And maybe it's not even tied to numbers so Just much names. as it's some way to honor the names, right? Yeah. And you could do it like along the rafters. Maybe there's a banner with a bunch of names on it. I don't know how you would how you would do it, but mm-hmm. top of my head, Ronick and Larmer for sure. Number 10, Patrick Sharp and Tony Amante. Two great and Sharp won three cups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got to be up there. And that's another, well, you can't put 10 up there without Amani because Amani was really good for the Hawks when nobody else was. Jalmerson's on there. Mm-hmm. Number 20 for LC Cord and yeah. Brandon Saad, who won two cups. <laughs> you know, the, the, me? I okay. mean, so, sure. me, if you're putting it up there, right? Yeah, if you're just doing names, I mean, Saad won two cups here. That's, yeah. two, that's one more than Bobby Hull and, and Stan Makita ever won. So uh, what about saying, like, Gary yeah. Suter was a great Hawk for a long time. Yeah. Another yeah. number 20. Eddie Belfour has got to be up there. Number yeah. 30 has got to be up there. Uh, sure. And then you start to talk about like the depth Blackhawks of the dynasty, like the Shaws and the Bolins and those kind of guys. And like, maybe, maybe not. Because mm. I think you have to have a cutoff point. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, it's the same thing with the retired numbers. Like, what is the cutoff point? And that's why I was kind of surprised. Not surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. I was surprised how quickly they retired Hosa's number. I thought mm. they would kind of wait and do Taves and Kane and Keith maybe first and then mm-hmm. bring him in. But as soon as they had the chance to do it, they retired it. And I'm thrilled about it because it means cool. They clearly see what he meant to the team. Yeah. The Crawford thing to me, that's a really tough call. But I, think I don't how- think it is. No, I think it should be retired. 
I, mean, I, well, I look, think I think Hosa being first retired. First of all, it's a number gives... that nobody's nobody's yeah. going to really want. <laughs> it's a, it's a, go- is a it's unique a, number. It's a goalie number. You know, right. you're not yeah. you're not like saying, oh, sh- oh, crap, nobody can wear number four again. You know, it's not a popular number. So there that makes it a little easier. But look at the goalie records. Look at the franchise list. He's at the, he's in the top three or four in every statistical category. Yep, he won two Stanley Cups as a goaltender. When you think of a, of your best goalies in franchise history, it's Tony Esposito, it's Glenn Hall. Both of their numbers are retired. It's Ed Belfour, who we just talked about. You know, he should have at least the ring of honor. And it's Corey Crawford, and that's it. Mm-hmm. There's a big drop-off after those four. There's been a lot of really good goaltenders to play. But he had to sustain sustain success over a, a, a long period of time. It's a no-brainer to me. You retire Corey Crawford's number. He is... yeah. You've got Glenn Hall, you got T- Tony Esposito. Those are your best two goalies in franchise history. Number three is Corey Crawford. Yeah. I yeah I, you could argue Ed Belfour, yeah, but look ta- at the yeah. playoff success. Right. And it, well, that, yes, that people, people will people will say, oh, well, anybody could have. The, the argument against Corey Crawford his entire career, any goaltender could have won behind those teams. First of all, that's a bunch of bullshit. It's just not true. Uh, right. If so, Scott Darling would have kept the, that job in 2013. 2015 yeah, they had to go back they, they had to go back to crawford otherwise they were going to lose the yeah. nashville series and he and he bailed their ass out and i'm yeah. still to this day think he should have been the 2013 con smythe winner not I th- kane, I, not taking I away thought Patrick he was... kane and kane agrees with you by the way yes and because kane was a monster in the western conference final and the and the stanley cup final but those first two rounds, he was like very quiet. Didn't have when you look back at those first two series in 2013, he was not lighting it up by any means. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like game four or five of that duck series, Patrick, I think Pat Maroon lit a fire under uh Kane. Yeah. And then yeah. you know, he took off from there. So he was the best, most valuable player of like the last eight to ten games of that playoff run. But Corey Crawford was the dude. I it mean, was, he should have yeah. been so to me, crop fifty, it it that's that's not a hard discussion for me. It's a no brainer. I should think happen. I agree with you. I, I think one thing I think Hosa getting it retired helps him because I was thinking they were only going to do homegrown players, but that's not the yeah. case because Hosa's up there. And I know Crawford's homegrown, well, but Crawford's the homegrown, right? Guy. But I'm saying like maybe they're going to only do three cups, but. Crawford did too. So they're not like my point being, and I'm saying it in a very un- un- eloquent way is they don't have like a qualification sheet of homegrown three right. cups, bada, 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 you know what I mean? There's yeah. some flexibility there. And I think that helps Crawford, but I do think retiring Crawford's number opens the door for a bunch of other people too. Mm-hmm. Like, can you do Crawford and not Jalmerson? Right. That, like that's the, this is where it gets really murky, which is why I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of, in that same vein, a lot of people would be like, if you're retiring Crawford, why are you not retiring you know, Patrick Sharp's number. Why are you not, you yeah. know, I think right. you that's wow. where you really get into the weeds. Yeah, you, you, you obviously you make those arguments, You, but again, Crawford, a goalie. Stanley yeah, Cup true. winning goalie. Yep. Wearing a number no one else is ever really going to say, hey, I want number 50. Like, it's right. not going to... And again, it's if it, it's a goalie. It's your it's the third best goalie in franchise history. You want the only goalie to win more than one Stanley Cup in franchise history. Right. No one else has ever done that. I no think, one else is probably ever going to do that. Like, it's no brainer. Yeah, I think in in that in that mindset, 
it's just like, are you ever going to hand 50 to another goalie or another player? Probably not. So just retire it. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I would be on board in that, in that thinking. So just looking at some of uh, Crawford's uh, statistics here, third all time in Blackhawks wins with 260 behind Esposito's 218 and Glenn Hall's 276. Eddie Belfour for the record, 201. Uh, save percentage, Corey Crawford is second all time with a 918. Number one on that list, Scott Darling with a 923. Um, goals against oh, average. Okay, let's put a qualifier. <laughs> I agree. I know. I agree. Uh, goals against average. He is third all time behind Charlie Gardner with a 202, Scott Darling with a 237, and Crawford with a 245. Again, qualifier needed here because when you look yeah. at the number of games played, I mean, come on. Like, you can't put yeah. Scott Darling on that list. And shutouts, he is seventh behind Esposito, Hall, Gardner, Belfort, Tebow, and Mike Caracas are tied with 28. Corey Crawford has 26. I mean, he is right there in all the things that matter. And yeah. uh, he, well, and then his playoff records, too. Yes. Doesn't he have the most playoff wins? I'm looking for that. Here. I believe he does. Yeah. Uh, goal saved above average, by the way. Uh, he is fourth in Blackhawks history. Tony Esposito, 509. Second is Glenn Hall, 146. Oh, <laughs> Eddie Belfour, 130. Corey Crawford, 96. I mean, it's oh just... Oh, my God. It, it, it speaks for itself here. I don't know. That's I crazy. I can't find playoff well, wins on I'm this. pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure he has the all, the most playoff wins. I, he kind of has to, right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Esposito was the goalie, and Hall were goalies for a long time, but they were also only playing two rounds of playoffs. Sure, you know, that's three true. Three rounds mm-hmm. tops, where Crawford was playing, you know, twenty yeah. something games a year. See, Crawford has fifty-two playoff wins. Let me just go Esposito, look at Esposito. Esposito has forty-five. Okay. Ed Belfour has thirty-five. Okay, there you go. There's yeah. your leader. So, and save per- save percentage in the postseason. Uh, in the postseason best all time. Well, okay. <laughs> Again, qualifiers. Number one is Dave Dryden. He had one game. It was a shutout. <laughs> Scott <Darlin>. Better Dryden. <laughs> Scott Darling played five games, had a 936. Gary Smith played four games, had a 930. Corey Crawford played 96 games and had a 918 in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, just going over the numbers really makes the case for that number to be retired. Again, no brainer to me. Yeah. Um, and those numbers speak for themselves. I mean, we're talking about guys that should have their name or however they want to do a ring of honor. Um, there's some older guys that I think deserve that honor too. The first guy that jumps off the page for me is a guy like Doug Wilson. Yes. I think he needs to be honored yep. in some way by this franchise. Uh, Norris Trophy winner, uh, 779 points as a defenseman in 938 games. I mean, and that was in an era where defensemen did not do those sorts of things. Right. Um, you know, for a while it was Paul Coffey and Doug Wilson were like the, the standard as for, for as far as offensive defensemen go. So um, I think he should be part of that. Um, and then you, you, you deep in the weed, you know, you, like a guy like Bob Murray, I think he should be included in that. Um, I mean, he played 15 seasons for the Hawks defenseman over a thousand games and had fi- over 500 points. Another somewhat, and you know, he's a guy that I think it's look overlooked at how good of a player he was. Um, you know, both of those guys, ironically, became general managers in California. But yeah, 
you know, but Bob Murray's a guy, a guy, did you, do you honor a guy like Eric Nestorenko who recently passed away over a thousand games for the team? Yeah. Um, I, I just think in this day and age, it's real easy to have like an led graphic <laughs> around put it the, on the, you know, on the, the led that scrolls around yes, the 200 level. And you just can have even have it rolling around, have one on top, one on the bottom. And that's and like you, the static graphic <clears throat> during game action. And then yep, when it's you don't time even for have to spend money ads, on a banner. Yeah. I, I think it is it such a no brainer or, or, or what you do is guy 30 minutes or what you do is you incorporate it into every home game introduction. Yeah. You know, when they're doing the on ice projection and all that stuff, it's just like, you know, you show all the highlights of over all the years. And then, you know, on the video board, you can say like Blackhawks ring of honor. And then you flash all the flash, all the guys, all the numbers, you spin them around the thing. Like, you know, Hey, Blackhawks, yeah. if you're listening to this, it's easy. We got ideas. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll, they, they we'll, we'll help you out here again. Remember, the, hire the, the VP of years. what the hell are we doing here? That's <laughs> <laughs> but they're in the cup years when they had that introduction and like they had that really cool graphic of the like the, the Indian head, like the thread. Yeah, ma- which they still the do. But, yeah. but they but they remember they also had the, the names of all the greats flashing in the background. Like it's, yeah. it's they've sort of kind of already done something like that. You don't need to make banners. You don't need to have necessarily have. I mean, you can have a, a fun ceremony for each of these guys if they want to be a part of yeah. it. Just a, a quick little he comes out and does the puck drop before the game and they play a two minute video package and then let him wave to the crowd. And, and you know, kind of like they do for the heritage nights. You can do that and sell some tickets. Yeah. There's a ton of guys. You've been around forever. This this is one of the most storied franchises. You can do this multiple times and still have guys. You know, guy like a guy like Keith Brown is another guy that could be part of that. I mean, he had over 800 games for the team. And then you you look back at you know Troy Murray. Yeah, there's that's a no brainer too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and you look back in like the 50s and 60s names that you hear for long times. Guys like Chico Mackey and Cliff Coral and Mush Marsh, who I love, uh, you know, Pitt Martin, uh, it, Bill Mosienko. It's also like, a way it's to so connect easy. your your new fans to the old days, right? Like, yeah. yeah, who are the names that matter? Who are the names I need to to figure out? And I also think by having a Ring of Honor, it keeps the nu- number retirement like sacred and important, right? Because yeah. I think the more numbers you retire, the less valuable it becomes, just by definition. Um, right. So. If you're reserving it for 1988, 281, and seven, then it's more meaningful than if you're doing also Crawford and also Jalmerson and all. You know what I mean? Like right, the yeah. long, the more it goes, the the less value it has. And look, like if they decide to retire 50, which I think they should, and four, which I wouldn't be mad about. Uh, yeah, but it does. It's a slippery it. slope because then a bunch of guys come in and say, "Wait a minute!" Not that they mm-hmm. would physically yeah. come in and say that, but. There's a lot of guys that suddenly have an argument that maybe might. didn't before. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah. 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 And especially yeah. for some of these older guys, because it's, it's kind of hard to be like, hey, we're going to retire this guy's number, even though we've let other people wear it for the last 40 years. You know, you really can't go that far back in time. Like retirement of jersey numbers should be within the, a year or two after their career is over to honor them while they're still fresh on the brains of, of the right. fan base. Right. So that if you want to do, you know, a Pitt Martin, I mean, they had his number on the ice after he passed away. He's obviously, uh, or was it on the boards? Might've been on the, on the boards. Um, he's obviously a, a, a beloved player from years past. So this is the perfect 
opportunity to take some of those guys yeah. from the 50s and 60s and 70s who you, who you can't necessarily retire numbers a because the, their performance doesn't necessarily warrant it or it's not going to garner the excitement of a as a duncan keith retirement but you can still give them their props and have their names uh honored forever i, I also yeah. th- that would also sort of take the sting away i mean not that it truly it's just fabric right <laughs> at the end of the day but like you know, they gave Ronick's number away quick. Like Ty Jones was given 27. Ten guys have worn 27 since Ronick yeah. did. And and we were talking off the air, like maybe the idea of like a player earns a number that's not yeah. retired. Like I, that's sort of an interesting thing. Like yeah, that would be kind of cool. Give it to somebody. Like I mean, you, know, you see, we, we just said ahead. with number seven, you're not gonna give number seven to Jack Johnson. No. You're probably no. not gonna give it to anybody because it's gonna be retired here in the near future, but or 28. 28 was worn by Steve Larmer, one of your greatest players of all time. Maybe, you know, Henry Jokiharyu shouldn't have got it right out of the gate, you know, <laughs> right. or, or I, you know, Ben Smith. I love Ben Smith, but eh, nine, you know, Hawks, nine ben, Hawks have worn it since Larmer. Ben Smith changed his number to 28. Right. He was 57 when yeah. he first started. I, yeah. Um, you want yeah, to take a stab I, at the uh, 28s after, uh, after Larmer? <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot of terrible, terrible people. Well, you, you uh, said one. It was Mark Bell. Mark, Mark Bell, Bell is I one. Remember. Yep. Mark Bell, you had it. Joki Haro and hence Ben Smith are the only three that I can think of just off uh, the top of my head. There was somebody else somewhat recently. Vinny Henestroza wore it. Did he? Really? I don't yep. remember that. Uh, Ryan. Gar- yep. See, that's that's criminal right there. <laughs> Ryan Garbutt wore it in 2016. Th- that's the guy that's, I was thinking that's of. That's more criminal. That's a that's a felony. Jake Dowell wore it 2010-2011. I'm okay uh, with that. Jake Dow wasn't like the talented as Larmer, but he he had the spirit of Steve Larmer in him. There you go. Uh, Martin Lapointe wore it in 2008. Uh, Craig okay. Adams in 0809 and Michael Blunden wore it for a year after Mark Bell wore it. So, yeah, so a, they should uh, retire 28. The 27s, by the way: Ty Jones, Todd Simpson, Craig McDonald, Andre Zuzan, Pascal Pelletier, Jeremy Morin. Johnny Oduya, Andreas Martinson, Adam Boquist, and of course Lucas Reichel. Well, at least Oduya's so, on there. Yeah, that's I, that no, is. A, I mean, that's they a gave word. It to I, another Jeremy, that was okay. <laughs> yeah, keep, yeah, keep right. Keep the name on it at least. Keep, keep the honor there, but yeah. Woof. How woof, could you? Woof, how could you woof. execute the earning? Like, is it something that you'd have to? They would never do this because it's just hockey, and it, it would. It's too individual. It would be too individualized to like. Yeah. Say this specific a, player earned this number. It would. It's not a team it's, sort of a thing. It's it's a thing that um, soccer fans will will understand because if you look at you know international soccer and and the way that uh, uniform numbers uh, are divvied out there, like you know goalies most often are just number one. Like that's just the thing. Um, but like teams like don't really retire numbers in soccer. Like those numbers just exist. But the the players uh, live up to the numbers. Like like a number 10 is usually like a midfielder who does everything or like a goal scorer, like a number nine is like a goal, like a upfront goal scorer. Um, you know, you might have like a number four or a number three be your like tough defenseman. Um, so, so stuff like that, I think um, you can honor like, like players that have worn numbers, like, like those numbers that have like had like, you know, a, a, a characteristic or a style or a skill set that, you know, another player resembles like like a number 10. You could be like, who's our next great goal scorer? 
number 10 to, to honor like a guy like Patrick Sharp or a guy like Amani, like these, these yeah. goal scoring players. Um, you know, if you didn't, I would say if you didn't retire number seven, like who's going to be your, your big, bad, badass defenseman. Like who, who's, who's, who's going to be that for a number seven. Right. Um, like like the, a, the captain always wears the same number. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. Like the captain yeah. for the rest of the, yeah. yeah. You and make, you could have a, you could have a fun like ceremony where like, Hey, so-and-so is going to be our next number seven, which means he's going to be our top defenseman. And you can have a, a pregame ceremony where Brent Siebert walks the Jersey out and gives it to him to wear, yeah. you know, <laughs> fun stuff. Kind of like when I, uh, one of my favorite non Blackhawk moments of all time was when uh, they retired uh, number seven in Boston for Phil Esposito and Ray Bork wore number seven, his rookie, or maybe his first two years with mm -hmm. the Bruins. And Bork came out to center ice wearing his number seven jersey and took it off and revealed that he changed his number to 77 and gave it to Bork, you That's know, at the sweet. retirement. Yeah. It was such a cool moment. And then Bork yeah. went on to become one of the greatest to ever do it too. And he so, is the 77 he, in my mind. Right yeah, I mean him and Paul Coffey, those that number should be retired league wide for those two guys. That's how great they were. But yeah, you can do something fun like that where you incorporate the history. And, and this is just me being a big history guy and a trivia guy. That but I just love you. There's a way. Yes, you want to be modern and you want to attract the young fans. But there's a way that you can do that while incorporating the past, especially for a team like the Blackhawks that has so much history. You know, it's easy for, you know, Vegas and and the Columbus Blue Jackets to really not have the embrace the history because it just isn't as much there. They're young. The Blackhawks Black have been playing for almost 100 years and they need to embrace. That. I mean, becoming a Blackhawk fan as a kid, it's not only about loving the team that's out there now. It's embracing who got us to this point. I mean, that's. Growing up, my my dad was a was a season ticket holder in the in the 70s, and he told me all the stories about you know all these guys, not only ex Blackhawks but players on other teams that they used to hate and all this stuff. And you learn to appreciate it. Um, so this is a great way for the Hawks to to incorporate their legendary storied past while targeting you know the next generation of fans. The... Uh, I, I I think you sh you sh you can go w much farther back than the Cup teams. Yes, oh, all those guys deserve their honor, 100%. but there's so many guys that uh, that kids, you know, 15 to people in their 20s or 30s have no have never heard of or never understood mm -hmm. what their impact was. Yeah. I think the 100th anniversary, which would be the 20 uh, 2026 season, um presents a really cool opportunity for the Hawks to put 4 years of thought into this and say <laughs> as it. part Press of our one, we're going to unveil a new member of the Ring of Honor all season every long. home game. Yep. Every home game before every, you put 40 41 guys in that first year and that should be a no that should be you should have no problem <laughs> figuring out who those 41 guys are. Yeah. And you should and be then, able to co cover that for a while then, yeah. you know. One 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 guy at the beginning of every game, you bring him out at center ice, you show the 2 minute video package, you have him drop the ceremonial first puck, you have his name magically appear on the LED board and it stays there forever. Done. Yeah. Awesome. So easy. Yeah. You're welcome, Blackhawks.
Yes. Not just a hat rack, my friends. <laughs> write out that write out that that check. Uh it's B-O-Y-S-E-N. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll be looking for it in the mail. My Venmo is at Mario yeah. Tavasi. Yeah, actually. Send you're it right, out, right, right to the right to the he who shall not be named jar Venmo. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we solved nothing, but I think we came up with some great ideas that the Blackhawks can steal, and I guess we'll give them permission. Just get us some more in-studio guests, and you you can have free reign on our brilliant uh, marketing ideas. Let's um, make sure they're the, the only ones that steal it. Yeah. Or, put the oh. – uh, well, you know. Um, put, the, uh, put the gummy bear jar directly in our spots and our seats in the press box. <laughs> yeah. Up in the back yeah. And it's yours. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Exactly right. I I'm a I'm a big big fan of the uh, the chocolate chip cookie brownies, so I will uh, I'll take that. Just mix that in with your Owen. Just blend. Yeah, there you go. It comes uh, healthy that way. It's basically uh, a salad. Yes. Yeah, you might as might as well be. Yeah, Owen Owen spelled O W Y N, standing for only what you need. Uh, if you don't know, you should by now. But I'll tell you, it is a 100% plant based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works just as hard as you do. All of Owen's products are free of artificial ingredients. They are allergen friendly. They don't contain any gluten or dairy or, or blah, 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 blah. they don't okay. contain any gluten or dairy and are thus easily digestible. Uh, you may have heard about Owen from Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, also known as QB1. He follows a plant based diet and Owen and CHGO are partnering up right now to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off of your first purchase at liveowen.com when you use the promo code CHGO20. So be like Justin Fields to get yourself some Owen. Lead the Bears to victory. Again, that's O-W-Y-N, only what you need. All right. Uh, that was a good week, fellas. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, awesome stuff. Uh, go back if you missed anything. Uh, catch up on our last week of shows. We had a lot of fun, especially Thursday's show with Corey Pronman. Brock Sheehan was in with us, the new Chicago Wolves coach on Wednesday. Tons of great content from CHGO mm -hmm. Blackhawks. Mm -hmm. uh, no show on Monday with the Labor holiday. Day. Next week, mm -hmm. I will be in Disney. I know Mario's missing a couple days too, but Greg will be here holding down the fort. Um, yep. the because, of, uh, be because of the federal holiday, our, the mail will be pushed to Tuesday. Yes, <laughs> so Mario and I will be in studio Tuesday to for a mailbag Monday on a Tuesday uh, Wednesday, the tentative plan is I will be having, at least for a portion of the show, uh, our pal Joey Z. We're going to preview the Rockford Ice Hogs. Awesome. Uh, and then Thursday, I'm working on uh, getting one of our PHNX guys so we could talk about the Coyotes, who is a team where we're going to be really interested about this season. <laughs> um, so that's the tentative plan from now. And then Friday, we'll have an audio-only podcast um, with the three of us. So yep. there's... Um, It'll be a good week. It'll be a fun week. And then uh, the following Monday, we'll be back at full full strength, getting ready for actual hockey because yeah. the following weekend, the Tom Curvers uh, showcase begins. So we'll actually be able to watch hockey being played. Cannot Exciting wait. Exciting times. All right. Have a nice weekend, fellas. I will see you when I get back from Disney. Uh, take Say hi to Mickey for me. I will. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Reminder, download that PointsBet app. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.